and 321 Hello Borgen Project volunteers. Congress averted a self-administered catastrophe and agreed at the last minute to kick the budget can down the road till later in November. With regards to the foreign affairs portion of the budget, both House and Senate appropriations committees proposed funding were less than what the administration had requested. The House proposed a steep $7.2 billion cut, while the Senate cut is more modest at $1.2 billion. In addition to the level of funding, the budget process includes some back and forth between Congress and the, and the administration concerning spending specifics. This year, the process seems to be more drawn out and involves more money than usual. USAID and other agencies routinely notify Congress about how they plan to allocate funding, and lawmakers have 15 days to respond. These approvals usually happen quickly and smoothly, but if lawmakers have questions, spending can be put on hold pending clarification. Once these questions are answered, the hold is generally lifted and the money can be assigned to that specific purpose. But this year, some holds have been in place since April, and multiple sets of questions have gone back and forth. While efforts are ongoing, if lawmakers fail to resolve these holds, the money will be considered unassigned to the specific purpose and sent back to the U.S. Treasury, leaving key programs unfunded. The exact details of how much fiscal year 2022 funding is at stake is unclear. But some estimates have made have it that it's over a billion dollars. The programs impacted include global health, climate, and gender-related program funding. While foreign affairs budgets instability is nothing new, some of the obstacles have grown in frequency and magnitude in recent years. Delays in congressional enactment of annual appropriations extensive post-appropriation negotiations between lawmakers and the executive branch officials, changes in budget priorities of a new Congress or a new administration, cumbersome, cumbersome internal processes at USAID and the State Department, and other erratic budget practices have seriously impeded the allocations of funds to the field and raised uncertainties among aid managers about whether their funding envelope will allow them to continue the work as planned. I doubt this program is ever going to be resolved, but it's important to at least acknowledge that there's a problem. You may have heard that Senator Bob Menendez of New Jersey was indicted in September on public corruption charges. The senator has vowed not to resign his seat, but has stepped aside as chairman of the Senate Foreign Relations Committee. And finally, we note the passing of Senator Dianne Feinstein, the senior senator from California, a trailblazing leader who broke barriers and used her platform to not only champion America's engagement on the global stage, but also to advance our civilian toolkit as critical to the national security, economic prosperity, and our values. She was a champion of America's diplomacy and development programs, worked consistently across the aisle to advocate for a robust international affairs budget. And on that note, I look forward to speaking with you next month.